Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I promised myself tonight I wouldn't get emotional. And here I go. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local, it's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. Toby Altizer in on the afternoon show again this week. We'll check in with him in about a half hour. Eric Name of The Athletic, 935. As we continue to take a look back at the Bucks winning the NBA Finals. Yeah, I know the Warriors won it this year, but a year ago today is when the Bucks got it done, and we celebrate. Nick Costos joining us. You better, you bet. You know that it was postponed a little bit. The NBA, or it was, it was pushed back into the summer, and I'm glad it was because now I get to do this anniversary show every year in the dead of sports. How are you, Nick? Uh, doing well. Yeah, it is. It is the dead of sports, but uh, but football's almost here, which is awesome. Uh... Uh, six days from today, the 26th, next Tuesday, um, every single NFL team will have reported its training camp. Not just uh, not just rookies, but veterans also. So we're uh, we're almost there. I am looking forward to football more this year than ever before in my life. And it's not like a Packers thing. It's just football. I don't know if the year seems longer for some reason. or I, I did, like, I've always loved football, and I've always looked forward to football. But this year more than ever, it's like I need it, man. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's by far the best, obviously. It also signifies the end of my social life for like five months. So it's uh, I'm 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 trying to like hold on to summer for as long as I can here. But yes, like obviously football's the best best time of year. Like a sports fan for what we do for a living. So yeah, like it, it's going to be here before we know it. I think it's like 53 days or something until kickoff. Not well, not like kickoff of the season, but until the first Sunday. Oh God, I love football. I uh, I don't I don't like summer though. So I I want it to be fall. I don't really have a social life either, so I don't care about that. But yeah, uh, looking fair f- enough. Looking, uh, looking forward to it. Uh, hey, the Giants! How about that? I saw their new threads this morning. Yeah, they're rocking the uh, the throwbacks from when they won Super Bowl twenty one and twenty five. Um, love those uniforms. 
Oh, I don't. I, I like the new uniforms too, like the new blue uniforms. But I mean, those are obviously classic. I just think the helmet is so great that like the like the, like where it says Giants along the helmet with the line underneath. So yeah, I'm 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 pretty into that. A long time long time due for the, for that to happen. So uh, yeah, I dig it. They'll wear them a couple times this season. The Giants wearing those old school threads in uh, this upcoming football season. All right, so football's coming up. We're in the middle of baseball right now. There are some. There's a bunch of games tomorrow actually with the first week of the season not happening because of the lockout, which people forget actually happened this year. I forget all the time. The All-Star game was last night. I think that one of the things I've been talking about on the show for the last couple of weeks is I, I just I, I don't enjoy baseball right now, and I don't want to be old man. You know, I don't want to be it was better then, but I'm not enjoying it. I think that last night's game, you know, it was the All-Star game, yet they take all the stars out after the first inning. Uh, that's stupid. And then I think the game was that that game was every Brewer game this season where nothing happens for long stretches at a time, and then there's a couple of home runs and it's three to two. So if you didn't like the All Star game last night, imagine watching that game so far ninety three times a season. I don't want to be baseball complain man, Nick, but right now that's where I am. I'm just pretty down on the sport. Yeah, I don't blame. I don't blame you. It's like my least favorite of the. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that. I just like. I watch more regular season baseball than regular season. So I guess baseball. I like baseball more than hockey. But, but yeah, I mean, I I understand that. I mean, I I don't. I know. I know people that sit down and watch every baseball game. Um, God bless them. Like I have friends who not really contemporaries of mine that are like my age, but I mean, like I was at with uh, my friend's dad over the weekend at like their their lake house, and like he literally sits and watches every Yankee game from start to finish every single night, like like from start the entire game. And he was complaining also about how oh, baseball used to be better in the old days. He hates the shift and all this other stuff. And I, I get it. I'm just like, I'm never going to be that guy that's going to sit and watch every single game. All I do from like September to probably until like the end of the NBA season is just like watch sports every day. And like, I need a little respite. Like I can't sit and watch every Yankee game. And it's like, the games, they're not meaningless. There's 162 of them. Like wake me up. I like the good stuff is going on. And look, I obviously pay a lot of attention because we're doing betting stuff on the show every day about it. So like, I know what's happening in the games. And like I know how to like read a betting market, but like I'm I'm not, I'm not gonna sit and watch like like the Cleveland Guardians play the Minnesota Twins, like no way. But like you put on like Jaguars Titans, and I'm watching the hell out of that game with like 15 bets and fantasy and daily fantasy. It's just like that. Yeah, I, I I get it. I don't know if I'm down on the sport as much as it's like this is like a, a chance for us in the sports media to kind of catch our breath um, before like the insanity ramps back up. That's how I look at it. Yeah, well, I'm watching every Brewer game every night, all three hours, and then uh, break it down all three hours the next day, as if every pitch is like the most important of all time. Even though this team's going to flame out in the playoffs anyway, I think that's where we're down. I don't even know that they make the playoffs at this point. I think the Cardinals are going to be in will. for a good second. Well, I don't know. I I, I don't well, know. Goldschmidt's going to slump at some point. Like he's really streaky, and like his his statistical profile is insane. Obviously, like he leads um, the National League in like pretty much like every like important betting ca- or uh, hitting category, almost all of them. Um, like, but I mean, he, he's gonna probably gonna have like a month, I would say, where he struggles a little bit. And he's been carrying that offense, and there's still a half game back in Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee's gonna make the playoffs, but I do agree. Like, I, I guess like you can make a there is a bull case to be made for the Brewers, right, with the guys at the front of the rotation. But yeah, ultimately, it's hard to see them like besting the Dodgers, the Mets, or or the Braves. I would say. But I mean, they've got a chance. Like they've got the formula to potentially do it. I don't know that I would be like as um, as final about it as you are right now with the Brewers. You know, one of the betting markets that is interesting right now in baseball is where Juan Soto might end up. Uh, your Yankees, the Mets seem to be front runners there. I don't, I don't know why you would trade Juan Soto. 
at this point if you're the Nationals. I mean, they might oh, have to. not going to play for them. Yeah, if he, if, them. if he doesn't want them, they might have to trade. But he's still there a few more years. He's still under contract a few more years. Yeah, but then, like, you get the Bryce Harper situation where you don't trade him and you get nothing for him. So who do you think trades for him then? Because it's going to take a massive haul. I don't like the Brewers again. I, I don't think they have a, a possible trade for him. Uh, I think I think it actually may be the Mariners who have like a really stocked farm system, and I think they'd be able to keep on like, hold on to Julio Rodriguez in a potential deal, and then like obviously like it's one of like the great young outfields in the history of baseball if you have Julio Rodriguez and Juan Soto in it. So like my guess right now would be would be Seattle, but I mean this is a market um, a trade market that's still maturing, obviously. For, uh, for Juan Soto, like we have yet to get the reports of like the teams that are hot and heavy and interested. Just like from from the outside looking in right now, I think Seattle is the team that kind of makes a lot of sense. I think if one four, I, I, it's either thirteen or fourteen consecutive games heading into the All Star break, we're under five hundred an hour. I think are the second wild card spot in the American League, and like haven't made the playoffs. Obviously, it's the longest playoff drought in North American sports right now. Haven't made the playoffs since 2001 when they set the record for most wins in the regular season in the history of baseball and then got annihilated by my Yankees in the uh, in the American League Championship Series. So, yeah, I, I I would guess Seattle, but, I mean, I think, like, it's all kind of really up in the air at the moment. But someone's going to put together a massive package for, for Juan Soto. And it's like, oh, like, why are you going to give a guy half a billion dollars? But it's like he's a 23-year-old, and, like, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame on this current trajectory. Like, he's not there yet, obviously. But, I mean, he keeps this up. Like, he's going, he's, going to, he's going on the first ballot if he keeps this up. Like, he's on that kind of trajectory. So, it's like, okay, half a billion dollars. What's that going to be in Major League Baseball? Like, in, in, in like, eight years, like, maybe that's going to be a bargain for a guy like this. Who knows, right? Um, yes, I, I personally think it's a gamble worth making if a team has the resources and kind of, like, the long-term vision to execute it. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's extremely likely that he's dealt here in the next two weeks. Oh, okay, wow. I, I was saying no a week ago. But like I'm not a baseball insider, though you know. So it's like don't like I wouldn't take what I. Well, think. no, like, I no, but just the thought of it. I mean, I, I think yeah. It just because it's kind of like you assumed he was going to be a national forever, and they, they it might be more likely that he does get traded than he does not. Well, he, he turned down 440. He doesn't want to play there. Like it's done. Like it's over. Like it, it is. It's over. Now it, they may not trade him. This I think it would be insane not to trade him now. When, like, his value's insanely high. What if he gets hurt? Like, I think they have to trade him. Is that the only, like, uh, 14 years? Why why can't they have him, like, a five-year? Why does it got to be 14? I don't want to sign anywhere for 14 years. Yeah, because the Nationals backloaded the contract and put all the money at the end of it, and Soto was like, screw this, man. I mean, look, like, it's hard for, like, normal people, of which I consider myself very much to be one, like to kind of like conceptualize turning down like a guaranteed $440 million contract, whether I get all of it today or in like 12 years. But like, you know, he's in a position where he can make more than that. And like, I think that's that's almost certainly true. And like his agent, Scott Boris, is no dummy, obviously, right? And we've seen that kind of play itself out many times over the course of the last, I don't know, 20 plus years um, in Major League Baseball. So yeah, I, I, I think it's likely he gets dealt. I think it's likely that he makes more money. And uh, God bless him. God bless him. Hope he gets it. Although I would, I would sign a fourteen-year deal to stay where I'm at. I think I would. For four hundred forty million dollars? Yeah, I. If no, no, just fourteen. Today, fourteen. I think it signed me for four hundred forty dollars. No, like if Live Golf came to me and offered me more money to leave Odyssey, like I would be there in a second. Bye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Come do our odds. Nobody watches any of our coverage, but. You can hang out with David Faraday and maybe Charles Barkley. I yeah, but th- you know what? David Faraday's probably getting good for him, man, to work less and make. I don't. This country's warped. 
this like the, the attitude that people have in this country is absolutely bizarre. People bust their ass and break their backs in the name of some BS like, oh, well, I'm a company man and I'm and I'm going to I'm going to do it for the company and I'm going to and I'm going to work all the time. Like they're, like people take honor in working 24 seven. Like there's some kind of like like great thing about that. Like that's what we go. Oh, I'm a hard worker. I'm always at work. I'm always answering emails like what do you think like life is about? Do you think it's about that? Like, you know what the American dream is? To work as little as possible and make as much as possible. I would bounce. I, I would leave anywhere to make more money and work less. Anywhere. So I think people are nuts. The people, Tiger Woods is, is, is an ass for what he said about the, the live players. Oh, how could you do this? It's all in the name of competition. How about this, Tiger? Like, go home to your billion dollars, shut up, and let like... People that are more normal than you, like, decide if they want to live a better life. Competition. And then just the PGA Tour. I'm going to dedicate my life to, to making the PGA Tour better. Or, or, hear me out here, I'm going to dedicate my life to making it as good as possible for me and my loved ones. How about that? You go break your well, back. some people believe some in something bigger than themselves, man. Great. Go for it. And I, I'm not, you know what? I'm not, I'm making it like it's a criticism. I'm not even saying it's wrong. I don't even care. People can do that if they <laughs> want to do that. I, I, I'll never do that because I think it's ridiculous because ultimately at the end of the day, and I like, and this, I don't want this to turn into like Nick Costos versus Odyssey because I, I love the company. And I love the people <laughs> I work for. Like people, but like ultimately at the end of the day, like do you, do you really think corporations in general care about you? Like the person that works there, they care about the bottom line. Like, come on. Right. I mean, please like give me a break here. Like Juan Soto should stay with the Nationals because, like, oh, like, you know, they, they took a shot on me and, like, I'm very loyal, so I'm going to stay at a place I don't want to be even though I can make more money somewhere else. Come on, man. David Farrell, oh, David Faraday, oh, well, I love the PGA Tour so much, but my pay is going to be tripled and I get to work three times less Oh, because I love the PGA Tour. Or my life's going to be better if I do this. I don't know, man. Oh. I think it's a no-brainer. That's me personally. Jeez, I'm no, I'm I'm stunned. I'm a I'm a diehard Odyssey company man. I have a mural of David Field. I have got a mural that of David Field all, in my bedroom. That, that's I, I'm a, I'm a company man also, and anyone that works for the company can tell you that. That being said, though, like you know, this is just how life works. That's it. That's it. Boy, no Odyssey reward points for you next time I get reloaded. Oh, I've got I, I I logged on to look. I have like a bunch of I don't even know what they are, but I was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> well, I had a bunch, and then there's like a store you can buy stuff with, and then the store wasn't open, and then they took all my points away. Maybe you lose uh, them at yeah. the end of the year. I don't. Yeah, I have, I, have, I have no idea. And then it's like I went on the Odyssey, there, so there's an Odyssey shop, and I was like, because I like pint glasses, so I was like, I'll buy a pint glass, twenty five dollars. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean that does seem that does seem to be like the going rate for things these days. I don't know if you're aware of what's going on with our economy right now, but yeah, that's not surprising. I'm not paying twenty five dollars for a company pint glass. Sure, I went to Trader Joe's the other day, and cashew butter was like like sixty five dollars. Like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the Bucks today. It's the year anniversary of when they won the championship. I rewatched most of the uh, game six last night because the All Star game put me to sleep, so I was watching game six and I'm watching this team and it's pretty much the same team that it was then. I, I would still, I'm going to have the same NBA prediction way early 
that I had uh, last year. I think the Warriors get back, and I think the Bucks get back. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I I I love the Bucks again this year. No surprise. I mean, I, I basically come on your show all the time, and I'm like, yeah, the Bucks are the best team, and if they stay healthy, they're going to win. Um, so yeah, like I'll, I'll I'll stick with that here. Um, Milwaukee's win total this year, I, I forget the exact number. We did it on the show yesterday. It's either fifty and a half or fifty one and a half next year, and Boston's win total is fifty five and a half. Like I'm just telling you, like I. I don't want to make this like I think Milwaukee's guaranteed to go over the win total, although like I would never, ever bet the under there. I actually think that that's going to bet up, get bet up. Boston's win total at 55 and a half is preposterous. Like, that's ludicrous. They are not winning that many regular season games next year. It's not happening. I guess it could happen, but like I'll, I'll take a financial stand against that, and I'll be on that under 55 <laughs> and a half. I don't know if that's moved, actually, because like we actually talked about that. Like, that may move at some point soon because – that was like all of our visceral reactions was like, no, no way 55 yeah. and a half for Boston. Like they're going to go under that. Um, I think Milwaukee's very likely to go over their win total. Like the implication that like Boston's that much better than Milwaukee. And I guess it's a regular season thing. So it's like, you could like uh, the price would be different if they played in the playoffs. I, I, I disagree with, I still think Milwaukee's the best team in the East. Um, if everyone's going to be healthy. And I think they would have won the title last year. If everyone had been healthy, if Middleton hadn't got hurt. Um, so there it is. Yeah, that's my take on Milwaukee right now. Was there? I have the over unders in front of me. Was there one that you remember talking about that you liked, or a couple? Uh, you know, the Boston under was probably was probably the best one. Um, any others that we really liked? Um, what's the Spurs one? It's the it's 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 the last one. Twenty three and a half. One. Yeah, I bet the under on it. Um, <laughs> which is like. It sounds fun to say, but like teams like teams like never win in the teams in the NBA. So it's not like they're going to win like 19 games. But I mean, they're going and just like, I don't know if people know this. I think you probably do, Bart. Um, but like the listeners out there, there is a, there is actually, there's two players. Um, one is, I believe his name, and I could be getting this wrong. His first name is definitely Scoot. And I think his last name is Richardson. Is like the second most heralded prospect in this draft coming up next year's NBA draft. Now the first overall pick in next year's draft is going to be Victor Wembanyama. Who's like is like um, from France? Who's like like Giannis with like a jump shot immediately? Like Giannis that can hit threes basically. Like I don't know if he's being talked about like yet a lot, but like this is going to be the name. This is like the next LeBron. I've never seen him play, so this is not like my analysis, but this is what I've heard people say that this kid Victor Wembanyama is like the next LeBron James, and like you are going to see teams like falling all over themselves to lose to try and get Wimbanyama next year. And what the Spurs are doing right now, it's the end of the Popovich era, obviously. They trade DeJounte Murray. The team is brutal, brutal. It kind of evokes memories of what happens in 1996 when David Robinson is lost for the season early and the Spurs tank, get the number one pick and get Tim Duncan. And and, and the fortune of the franchise has obviously changed forever. I think the Spurs are going like, to punt on the season to try and get Wimbanyama. And uh, we created the hashtag. I think you'll see other people steal it from us, which would be hashtag winless for Wembanyama this season. Just keep that in mind. So I think I'd go under on San Antonio and all those teams at the bottom. Like, it's hard to tank in the NBA because the last month is wacky because teams are sitting players, et cetera. So it's actually, like, hard to do that towards the end of the year. But, like, just something to keep in mind. The teams that are going to be really bad this year, the teams that are incentivized to lose to try and get to the top of the draft, are, like, extra incentivized this year. Because, like, Paolo Bantero might be great, and Jabari Smith and Chet Holmgren might be great, but, like, Wimbanyama is apparently, like, once-in-a-generation type prospect going to be the number one pick in the draft next year. Interesting stuff. Nick Costas, hey, I appreciate your time. I hope you have a great week. It's one day closer to football. We'll talk as the weeks progress. Looking forward to it, man. Wishing everybody uh, minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck.
That's Nick Costos. You better, you bet. Find him on the Odyssey app. We love that company. Field Fanatics, hashtag Field Fanatics right here on the fan. He joins us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If you're applying for a home renovation loan and you're a bit anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Just looking at some of the over-unders here that were put out uh, earlier in the week. Again, they could have changed a little bit. But, yeah, Boston at 55 and a half. They play 82 games. So you're looking at the Celtics going 56 and 20. What would that be? 26? 56. That's, I mean, that's. Yeah, I think the Bucks over under last year was in the mid fifties, and they didn't hit that. I want to say, yeah, I want to say it was like fifty four. It's hard when it's that high. It's hard. the Clippers are fifty three and a half. I keep forget every time I see this, I'm like the Clippers. What the hell? Oh yeah, Paul George and uh, Kawhi. Kawhi Kawhi plays two years on, one year off. Two years on, one year off. I mean, he's getting hurt, but. So the Clippers are 53 and a half. The Suns are 52 and a half. I don't know about the Suns. You know, we talk about this from the Bucks' perspective, but from the Suns' perspective, they were two games away from the NBA Finals from winning it. They lose four in a row. They come back the next year. They were playing better than anybody in the in the regular season. There was a stretch where it looked like they just had reached another level, and they knew exactly who they were. And then things slowed down for them in the in the playoffs, and allegedly half the team was playing with COVID. I mean, that would explain what happened with Chris Paul. But I don't know. I think if you're a Suns fan, you're still going to be one of the better teams in the West. I think you might have missed your opportunity, though. The Memphis Grizzlies and the Milwaukee Bucks come in at 51 and a half. Uh, and then the uh, Sixers, Warriors, and Nuggets are all around uh, 50 and a half. So... Yeah, some interesting things there when you look at the betting market. And then, yeah, the Spurs at 23 and a half, but they could, they could lose more than that uh, if you're if you're riding with Nick. We'll talk to Toby Altizer coming up, fan afternoon show. He was there for that ride. He actually gave me a ride to the station from downtown. So we'll relive the finals, but we're going to relive the car ride. <laughs> that had to be entertaining. I think more than anything. Uh, more coming up next here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all right uh the next time we talk i believe the bucks will be nba champions we're gonna find that out tonight but i feel pretty good about it yeah i'll see you later when i have to give you a ride back Yep, and then I'm going to go right to sleep. And then we'll be on the air at 5, celebrating a Bucks win. Yeah, and Toby will be here at 2. We will talk tomorrow one way or another. Be safe, Milwaukee. Got Bucks lust. We vibe supreme virtuosity. 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. Tim Shea is here today. That was Toby Altizer and myself a year ago on this day where the whole the day of, again, it felt like as we look back at the Bucks winning the NBA championship, which they did a year ago today, we'll talk to Eric Name of The Athletic in about an hour here. The day of, it just, there was that feeling like it was going to happen. Toby is on the uh, Great Midwest Bank hotline. You'll hear him on the Fan Afternoon Show today. Young Toby, how are you? Yeah, good. Dude, that's crazy. We basically called everything right before it happened. Yeah, we called it. Uh, we were calling the Bucks the whole time. We're basically the best. And then the day of, we even predicted it right down to the ride. So let's talk about the ride first before we do anything. You gave me a ride yeah. to the station. I was downtown. I, did, yes. I met you in a parking ramp, I recall. Yes. Okay. Do you know what time that was? Oh, goodness. That was late, late. That was probably 11-ish. Oh, it was only that late? Uh, maybe midnight. I don't know. Because we, I mean, I had to get, 
I was a little worried because it took a little bit to get out of that parking garage. Yeah. And because you were at the game, you were board for Tim. You were at the game in a work capacity, and I was downtown in a drunk capacity. <laughs> yeah, so I was at the game. Me and Sam were both at the game, and then after the game, I went and shoved a mic in drunk people's faces. So that was fun in the Deer District area. And yep. then after after I did that for about 20, 25 minutes, I went to the car and texted you, and we figured all that stuff out. Then we went to Taco Bell. We did. Uh, we got some late-night oh. food. And then how was? what did we talk about on the ride? Uh... Or was I like in tweet mode or something? I don't even, I think you were just still stunned. You're like, <laughs> dude, they did it. Yeah. <laughs> dude, they won. Did I smell bad? Uh, no comment. Because <laughs> then, so then we came back here. My whole plan is we have a room in this building with couches that's actually a very good sleep option room. But then I was on my phone. Uh, we have a couch in our studio, and then I just I, I passed out there. And then what I recall is you prodding me at 4:55, saying we got to get on the air. And uh, <laughs> I, I, w- I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I wasn't responsible. I also wouldn't I also wouldn't say that I was responsible. But I I was on the air. I was I was good to go on the air. But it was man. Yeah, it was... five o'clock was rough. Six o'clock was a little bit better, and then. Once we got going, like, 7, 8, like it was like, all right, we're rolling now. Yeah, you know, the whole uh, night, you know, everybody was coming into work the next day, and, you know, some people did a lot of things that maybe they regret, maybe they don't. We found the call that Tim Shea put into Tim Allen in the postgame show in the overnight, and I'm going to play <laughs> some of that for you right now. Uh, we played this last hour. If you missed it, Tim Shea, who was not working here at the time, called into Tim Allen. And uh, this is how that went. Tim, you're on the fan. What's on your mind? This was awesome. This was... I I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I promised myself tonight I wouldn't get emotional. And here I go. So there's more. <laughs> Tim Shea promised himself. He promised himself. He didn't promise himself that he'd stay out of trouble or he didn't promise. He promised himself that he wouldn't get emotional. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then here we are. What did you, you hosted from two to five that night, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I was with Tim. Tim Allen hosted. I kind of ran the board for him. Oh, all right. So, oh, so you were here for that call. Yeah. I would have put him on the air. Yeah. <laughs> so it was Toby. Toby put you on the air. Was that did you do you remember a lot of criers that night or no? I barely remember any of that <laughs> two to five shift. Yeah, you had to pull the all nighter. I at least got the nap on the couch next to you. Uh, more from Tim Shea. Ooh, people, boy. people, people, people say it's a, a once in a lifetime thing. Yep. yep. You know they're they're fairly <laughs> unfortunately they're fairly close. Um, but I I. I see this as hopefully a contagious thing. You're you're about to make me not like say another word right now. So let's just <laughs> like take a moment back. <laughs> this run. Long pause, not edited. 
was awesome. <laughs> I I want more. I want the Brewers. I want another Bucks run. I, th- I think Tim's like, oh, I'm sorry. Tim's like Tim, Tim right. Allen is at the point where he's like, there is a bird that lost its wing. I need to help this young thing fly. <laughs> Tim, what were you doing in between those pauses? My goodness. Those were world's longest pauses. Hey, why did, why were your pa- why were your pauses so long? I don't know. Jeez. I can't, can't, do you remember that call? No, I don't, okay? <laughs> I really don't. I looked at my phone, I go, oh, I called the radio station last night. Oh, no. Some people, like, call their ex-girlfriend. Like, oh. I called the radio station. God, what did I say? What did I say? How was it for you, uh, Toby? You were there in the in the arena working, uh, obviously, with a rooting interest in the Bucks. I mean, you got caught up in that, but what was the atmosphere like in there for you? I'm telling you, dude, I've never heard a louder thing in my life. I've been to plenty of games at Pfizer Forum. I was at game three as well. There was nothing louder than the moments leading up to the final buzzer sounding. And it was awesome seeing, I'm sure you all recall, you know, about 30 seconds left. You kind of know it's over and you could see it setting in with Giannis and those guys and, um, they're shooting free throws and Giannis and PJ Tucker over there in the corner on the opposite end celebrating. And you could just feel the environment building and building. And as soon as that final buzzer went off, dude, I thought my eardrums were going to pop. I've never heard something so loud. The environment was awesome. I thought the fans were incredible and just hearing throughout the game, the nervous energy of, okay, we could actually do this tonight to realizing we are going to do this tonight. And then just hearing that all crescendo at the end there and everybody just so excited to see the Bucks win. Yeah. I mean, it was the greatest atmosphere I've ever been a part of. And I really don't know that there's anything that can touch it. Yeah. I rewatched the fourth quarter last night and it was 77 all going into the fourth quarter and the Bucks eventually, you know, we're up four, we're up five, we're up six. You know, they'd either miss a basket to go up eight or the Suns would keep it at four. And, you know, even watching the game last night, I got sucked. I, like, I was doing a fist pump. I got sucked back into it. Like, Giannis made a shot. I was like, yes. I was like, oh, Bart, you know what happens here. But just to watch that again. And I remember being, uh, you know, in the, the beer garden part of the Deer District where I basically I was watching it. I was, ex- you know, I was fist pumping and stuff. But I was kind of my arms crossed, just ready to explode and ready to celebrate. And I kept being like four. Six, four. I would just say to myself what the lead was, because as long as they had a lead, you just keep that lead. You're gonna. I mean, obviously, you're mm-hmm. gonna you're gonna win the game. And I think when Middleton hit a shot, uh, I can play the highlight. Yeah, here. that was the dagger. We got a bunch of highlights, but when Middleton hit the shot, you kind of here. Here's the highlight of Middleton's. Giannis has it to Middleton. Middleton puts up the jumper, puts it in. Chris Middleton, another clutch shot on these playoffs. And the lead back up by six. Timeout, Phoenix. And it was like an off-balance shot, but it went down as only Chris Middleton oh could do. I don't understand I how people – Yeah, how how can people see what happened to the Bucks this year and say Chris Middleton wouldn't have made a difference? They win the finals with Chris Middleton this – well, I don't know about that, but they oh get there. Goodness. They get there. But, yeah, that was the dagger, man. And then the celebrations – uh... 
when did you realize that Giannis was having an incredibly special night of going for 50? God, I don't. did you realize? I don't think I realized until, like, the very end. I mean, I know he was making a big impact. He had five blocks that game. He had 14 boards, 50 points. So so being inside and in the media capacity, Sam and I were sitting there, and you have, like, the live stats thing right there for you, you know, in case you want to tweet something out or whatever, so you can kind of keep track of what's going on. And... I think it was probably mid third quarter, like peaked down. I'm like, Giannis has got what thirty five. I'm like, Sam, dude, this dude's got gonna go for like forty, fifty, and sure enough, it just kept going. And we were like, oh my gosh, he's got forty five, and ended up with fifty. It was nuts, dude. It's just those sort of things and those sort of memories and looking back and like that, like you just play that Chris Middleton shot, something that probably gets a little bit slept on. Overall, because honestly, that was the dagger in that game. Once he knocked that down, it was over. Incredible just to hear those highlights back and all those things. You get you get chills again. What was your uh, – because you, you had interned here and then you came back and you started working with me. Do you what, do you know when your first day was? Uh, I believe it was May 19th. Yeah, yeah, I think it was too because that's my birthday. So you started yeah, working on my birthday. Yeah, something around there, yeah. Okay, so, uh, and I say it's my birthday. I didn't need to say that, but I just, you guys can put that in your calendar and uh, give, you know, Venmo <laughs> me some money next year or, or whatever. Because so you come here May 19th after Horvat yep. bolted me for DC, and then their first playoff game was May 22. So you were here the whole playoff run, the whole Heat yeah. series, the whole Net series, the whole Hawk series. And then obviously all the finals. And that was, it was such a great time. Because as you're learning, sports radio in the summer can be more challenging than at other times in the oh, year. Well. <laughs> Thank God they won this title in the middle of July. I mean, I know, it's a, a year ago today, and yet here we are today, we're trying to figure out what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we had a great two-month run, and Toby's got to be thinking, man, this is easy. You just come in, people call, everything. you talk about the games, the show's done for you. And then August was like, oh, my God, I have to actually put in a little bit more work here as a producer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely, and this year's proven even more difficult because it's a little more normal. NBA Finals have been done, what, for a month now, and we still got at least another couple of days till training camp starts. Well, when the hell am I going to see you again? I don't know, dude. No idea. Jeez. I think I'll, I think I'll see you. Next week, but I'll be on the big show. Oh, okay. All right. We can do a little crosstalk, maybe. Yeah, I could hop in early. Yeah, yeah. But I think I'm doing the big show for the next couple of weeks. So. Oh, okay. All right. Tim, are you aware think, of this? I think that's the plan. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think, I think that. I think he's right. I <laughs> think I'm here for another couple of weeks. Tim, Tim Shea had this like. Summer of Tim planned. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, we'll go work at the station part time, make a few scratch for beer money, and then it's like, <laughs> no, no, you're you're settled no. with Bart for a while. And oh, oh, by the way, he's a huge jerk to you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who's a bigger jerk, you or Toby and Sam. 
Yeah, Toby and Sam, both very polite guys, but together they like yeah, their powers combined. Up on me, you guys are really hammering. Especially Sam with his <laughs> imitation of me. Yeah, Sam. Good lord, that's not even close to <laughs> my voice. I feel so. like Sam. Sam has some hatred pent up, and he just takes it out on, on me for no reason. I I I gave him Brewer tickets for a game once. Wow. He, I just. And oh well, I might have to let some hatred. Out I, yeah, I out mean, you want to go to a game, Toby? Lord, uh, always, always. Uh, here's another caller that Tim claims isn't him, but I think it is. We did it, Sparky. We did it. Finally, we did it. Wow. Oh my gosh, this is incredible. We've been waiting for this for so long. Go Bucks! Milwaukee Bucks champions. Uh, that's that's not, gotta be that's you. not me. That's totally you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds just like you or a 70-year-old woman. I can't tell. Uh, Cam is in Cleveland, Ohio. Let's get out to Cam. What's up, Cam? Hey, Bar. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's up? Uh, so I just wanted to, to call in. It's my first time calling in. I've been listening to you guys' show for a couple years. Oh, hold um, the phone right there, buddy. Don't be a foreigner, as Chuck would say. Don't be a foreigner to the show. Take it away, Cam. Yeah, so I uh, appreciate that. But um, I wanted to call about the Bucks. Uh, obviously, I know you guys are talking about it, but I was I was born in Milwaukee and lived there for for uh, a while, and then moved kind of several years ago. But always uh, always still followed the team, and I remember. Even, you know, the years when they were winning like 15 and 20 games, just thinking, man, are they ever going to get to this point? And, you know, they obviously got better over the years. And I'll admit, Bart, you had you had more faith than I did last year, especially in that Nets series. But um, when they made it to the finals, I thought, you know, I was looking at the schedule of when the games were going to be, and I noticed uh, that game six, boxing six, was going to be on my birthday, which is today. Hey, happy and birthday. Said, yeah, thank you. And I said, if it somehow gets to game six and, you know, they got a chance to win it, I got to drive in. I've, I've got to I've got to do that. And I'll never forget, I was watching game five with a bunch of my buddies who are all Cavs fans, but we're all rooting for the box. Um, and when they won it the way they did, I was like, <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm, I'm actually going to go do this. So sure enough, I did. I drove in, you know, the night before. Um, I was all pumped up. And, you know, I remember just that whole day being so stressed of, like, God, they just – can they please just do this tonight? And I was so happy that I went because that night was one of the best nights of my life. And it was on my 25th birthday, which is weird because it took them 50 years to win another one. Um, and it just was, it was just the coolest thing, man. And I know they didn't get to do it this year, but, um, one of the best things I ever did and hopefully we're, we're back again, but just, just wanted to call in and say, you know, there are Bucks fans across the country and across the globe. And, um, it was just a great, great night. And like I said, hopefully, hopefully next year we can get a little bit healthier and, and we'll be back and do this a few more times. Well, that must have been fun for you too, Cam, because you're in Cleveland and they go to the finals a bunch of times and you're like, yeah, I mean, when are we going to go? Well, and that was just it. I mean, they went four straight years and I was, I was rooting for them because, you know, all my buddies were and, 
it just was like, yeah. And they had good teams, too. I mean, the Bucks were, you know, they weren't what they are now, but they were still, you know, reasonably competitive. And then finally to see what that was like. And, of course, I was here when the Cavs won it, and I was, you know, to see that in both cities was, was really cool. And, yeah, just an awesome, awesome experience. And just couldn't be more relieved that they finally did it. So, Well, thanks for reaching out, Cam. Good to hear from you, buddy. Yep, take care, guys. And happy thanks. birthday. Yeah, thanks. Cam in Cleveland. It feels like the first time. Feels like the very first time. It feels like the first time. It feels like the very first time. Well, I know you were out and about, Toby, uh, with the people. I think we're going to get to that in a couple of minutes here, Uh, you know, bouncing around and stuff. Any other things you want to share from – from that day or well, I, I should get the audio from later in the week. Cause I still had my voice that day, even though I was, <laughs> you know, a little, yeah. Cause I think I, I came back for that day and then I headed out. I was busy with stuff. Oh man. On Friday, I, the parade happened. And then by Friday I had no voice and I don't even know how I was on the air. That's the only thing I wish I would have been able to go to is the parade. Uh, the parade, they half-assed that thing. I was kind of pissed about that, but <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, either way, just that whole day, though, was awesome. And I just remember the excitement. And uh, I think I went home after the show and got some sleep because I was definitely planning on pulling an all-nighter and got to the stadium. And driving in for Game 6, Bart, I don't know if I ever told you this, I hit traffic in Oconomowoc. To come to Milwaukee? They were all going. Yeah, and I could tell that they were coming, all coming to the Bucks game because they were all either the Deer District or the game because everybody was in Bucks gear. And I hit traffic in Oconomowoc. Oh my God! I had a so buddy. I had a, everybody was going down there. I had a buddy who came in from Madison and took him two and a half hours, usually an hour and mm-hmm. like what time of the minutes. day? He left at. He left Madison at three thirty. Wow! And didn't get didn't get parked and situated until six fifteen. Well, I think a lot of people yeah. felt like Cam uh, from Cleveland. You know, he's in Cleveland, but a lot of people just felt like, and it was you know that's why we knew they were going to win that night. I mean, it was Bucks and six; they uh-huh. had to. But a lot of you just felt like you had to be here. And if they go back and win a title again, that'll be fun. But I, you know, it won't be the first time. There's less. There's going to be less space that you can actually put people in the Deer District as they continue to build stuff, which is great. I, I just think that everybody knew that if we're going to be a part of this, we got to be a part of it right now. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And, I mean, just going out into that little terrace area and looking down at the Deer District and seeing how full it was, I've never seen anything like it. And just absolutely crazy that basically in that, little area down there 80,000 people more than that even just in the, if you include the surrounding blocks and bars and you got to think like 100,000 people in that little section of Milwaukee all celebrating the same thing it was it was crazy just to be a part of that Toby Altizer will hear you on the afternoon show thank god that this is a year anniversary i don't know what i'd be talking about today honestly <laughs> i have no idea i have no idea what we're doing tomorrow I got no clue. So good luck. There's a bunch of stuff saved if you want to play any of it for your show. Yeah, I think we might just play this whole hour back. Um, (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what ends up happening. I was on with Bart today. Here's some of that. Go for it, man. If there's a day to do it, it's today. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, no problem. See you. Toby Altizer, you'll hear him today on the uh, Fan Afternoon Show starting at 3 o'clock. He joins us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If you're applying for a home renovation loan and you're a bit anxious, breathe. Let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Doug and Racine was a big part of our run. What's up, Dougie? Hey, buddy. I'm on my way out fishing. Oh, good. All right. Where are you going? Michigan Lake. All right. Back to Michigan. Good stuff. Yeah. What's up? I, I just had a call in getting on this one year later stuff. So. Yeah, rules. Just had to say, it's been, you know, it's a it's a nice change. I listened to you on the way home and it's all, all baseball, 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 blah. <laughs> then you got into the box and made me smile, so I had to call in and say, cool. Yeah, uh, baseball sucks. I mean, I shouldn't say that, but. You know, I tell you, I, I fast forward through the games. I watch nearly ninety percent of the games. I mean, I of the I, Brewers. And, yeah, and then I try to uh, catch him afterwards. So as a casual fan, I do see a lot of baseball, but I fast forward for just the runs and the hits. You know, I like, and I stop now on Yelich to watch him bat because you got Yelich watch. But boy, I can get through a game now in twenty minutes, twenty five minutes. You know. Yeah. May, why like am I not doing that? There's no offense. Maybe yeah, I should I be just, doing that. I, every night I'm watching this game, I got to be like, I watch. Maybe I should just 20-minute this thing. Doug from Racine's Rewind, man. Fast forward. Yeah, Doug, great idea. Yeah, because there's, there's like one, two hits, and the game's over. I'm like, wow. Save me a lot of time. I can reconnect with my family. And then I started hater watching, and all of a sudden he went into the tank, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's no good. Everybody was telling me how good he was, so I started to watch. I'm not a pitcher fan, but I started to watch him, and he was doing good, and all of a sudden, ugh. So oh. you heard us talking about basketball and not baseball, and you ended up calling to talk about baseball. I know. I'm sorry. Nah, that's cool. Hey, good luck on the lake today. All right. Have a good one. Go See Bucks. you, buddy. Go Bucks. Bucks and six. Doug and Racine. Toby mentioned that after the game, he went out and took a microphone and uh, – caught up with people immediately this is an hour after the game and then he put that all together it's just a couple of minutes but this is toby talking with fans an hour after the bucks won their nba championship their second total title their first in 50 years feels insane it's so exciting for milwaukee yeah it's awesome i'm so excited let's go bucks how do y'all feel uh excited uh, especially for my son he's a bucks fan um really really excited for him so he actually got to go to the finals for game three. Then he got to be down here experience, so it's pretty cool for him to be on here. How do you feel? I feel ve- I'm very happy right now that we won. How's it feel to be NBA champ? Uh, it feels great. Um, it's honestly kind of unreal. I never would have thought yeah. as a Wisconsin sports fan this moment would ever come. I've been heartbroken so many times in my life. So. Yeah. Crazy. I know what we're talking about. Your reaction. How's it feel? It feels amazing, especially going down 0-2 at the start. And now we came back and now we're champs. Bucks and six, baby. Amazing. I'm so happy. Man, it feels so amazing, man, to be part of this great city. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, we did it, baby! Bobby, Bobby. Let's go! Unreal has not set in yet, but it will eventually. But tonight we're just going to enjoy it. 
It's still processing. I didn't think we'd ever get this way. Uh, to see Giannis and Chris finally get their ring, it's incredible. All I gotta say is Bucks in six, and it feels good to be NBA champions for the first time since 1971. Can't believe it. Let's go! We've been waiting a long ass time, man. Milwaukee, we needed it, baby. Bucks, we got it done today. Yes, sir. Oh, man, unbelievable. 50 years in the making, this is once in a lifetime. Worth every penny. Can't believe, can't believe it. Awesome, awesome game. We're just thrilled to be here. This is unbelievable. I mean, when you drafted Giannis in 2013, everyone passed on him. We didn't know what he had in him. They trusted the team. They kept the core. And here we are. We're thrilled. Oh, man. We've been Bucks fans our whole lives. I, we've been on the Bradley Center floor to finally be here. I mean, this is something that we just, you know, we're so proud in the state of our sports and our teams. It's just so amazing to finally just be here and have this win. What's it feel like to be NBA champs? Best feeling in the world. Feels incredible. I mean, especially after like the last two postseasons, like this is just. Go Bucks, baby! Bucks insane. Hey, how's it feel to be NBA champion? I got no words, man. I have absolutely no words. In the midst of everyone building dynasty teams, it I got, I got nothing, dude. I have absolutely nothing. I wish I could give you the best somebody of your life. I have absolutely nothing. I think this is incredible for the city of Milwaukee. Uh, I think all of us are happy to be a part of it. And I'm just so happy to be a Milwaukee Bucks fan tonight. Bucks and Six, we're NBA championships tonight. All right, the city of Milwaukee and the state of Wisconsin have been through it the last 10 to 15 years. We've seen a lot of winners, a lot of almost winners and I'm tired of being there, I'm tired of being close, I wanted a W, and this week we got it. And this city and this crowd has come out, it is incredible. It's the best vibe I've ever seen. All I gotta say is bucks and six. Couldn't have said it better, man, you know? They, they went out there, they got that win on the road, and uh, they did it the, way, the best way they could. Bucks and six. Oh man, so awesome. I never thought I'd see this dream come real. And uh, lifetime Bucks fan. How feel to be NBA champs? Amazing! Bucks are so sick. Nobody else compares. Bucks is safe forever and ever and ever. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, just the atmosphere down here and just seeing how the city's celebrating. I mean, it's it's fantastic. Came down with my mom. We, we snuck in at the end and, and got to see uh, part of the celebration, and it's, it's just great. city hasn't had a championship in 50 years, so people are going to get out and have a little fun tonight. Yeah, it feels amazing! We can't believe it. It is history's been made. We deserve it. Yeah! Yes! They deserve it. That was awesome. Fun to be there. They killed it. Yeah. They killed it. How does it feel to be NBA champion? Okay, I'm, I'm just going to – I remember uh, I remember that one because I stopped it back uh, a year ago that these guys mansplain these <laughs> – the, the, the ladies are like, we deserve it. They deserve it? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, here's the rest of it. We deserve it. Yeah. Yes. They deserve it. That was awesome. <laughs> Fun to be there. They killed it. Yeah. They killed it. How does it feel to be NBA champs? Very good. I was a high school senior the last time they won it. Dude, it, honestly, I've been a Milwaukee fan since 2013, their worst season, by the way. And honestly, being here right now at the age I am, it feels amazing. It's been like 40, 50 years. I, I love it to death. I, I 
I've been cheering for them since day one. I love it to death. Oh, dude, I'm going to get, oh, I don't even know. Hey, Bucks and Champs, baby. I don't know. I'm, a, I'm just trying to party with everybody in Milwaukee right now. I'm giving everybody high fives, cheering with the whole city, and just loving it right now. Overcome adversity multiple times, yes. And, I mean, they were disrespected by every sports announcer in the country. And then they come back and win. You know, I mean, ah, it was fantastic. I also like the guy that says I've been cheering – for the Bucks since day one, uh, after he said since 2013. 20, yes. <laughs> That's not day one. No, there were many day ones before that, uh-huh. young man. There were many day ones before that. Okay. We'll come on back. We'll talk with Eric Name uh, at 930. We'll hear from you guys, 414-799-1250, as we take a look back at what was a year ago today, the Bucks winning the NBA championship in the 2021 season. And we'll relive the uh, highlights. We did that a little earlier. We'll do it again coming up. I'm Bart. That's Tim Shea. Here's Bobby Portis. Bobby Buckus. That boy is sick. Cream City. You know it's Bucks and Six. Tanya and before this. Now Bobby Portis. We ran the beat back. Just changed the chorus. Bobby Portis. Number nine for your Milwaukee Bucks. We ballin' at the fives of us. Wide open staring at the sun. You dirty candidate. Oh, that's cool, bro. We don't get no We hit the three. Get back on the Cause we going on a run like bucks in the forest At the finals lit is sitting courtside, what's up Doris? Drop them dead, now they rigor mortis Falling with the creek, creek Gets up like a BP and Bobby Portis That's there dunking on you like Picasso Painting portraits for the city like a Harley In the forum, that's a fortress Built for work like a Milwaukee Corliss Falling out with creek, creek Gets up like a BP and Bobby Portis <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.